When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so before we do shit they don't tell you, she has this vocal warm-up thing that she does. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I know she's like, And I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, buddy. Iceman, check in. Breaker Breaker 1-2. Nope. Icebreaker also is what people call me. I want to fit into your world. Don't try so hard. That's how. Mm, I don't think that's likely to happen. Yeah, not with you. No. Not with you. No. Hard icebreakers, what they call me. Why hard? Because I try really hard. Oh, that's true. You try, do try very hard. hard. What's with your try hardy attitude? Where does that come from? Have you figured that out in therapy yet? Have you had a break a breakthrough? Mm, yeah, I think so, actually. Um, because that was how I felt I received love, and I didn't feel worthy of love unless I was doing things. How sad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, depression was created. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, anyway, my life's great now. Uh, yesterday, I was playing a really small, soft tournament like because I was just trying to get my feet wet with poker tournaments and found the softest one possible with the least amount of people. What does softest mean? What like It means like about? there's not like a like a, a competitive don't player. Don't talk to me with a fucking poker jive, bro. This I don't is, know what This is why I have to try hard because otherwise I, I mess up <laughs> and I, I wish I didn't said that better. I wish I had said that better. I understand. So, uh, no, just like, you know, it, everyone wants to be part of like the big poker competitions where you win a lot of money or like you get a bracelet or you get some recognition these are like dailies daily tournaments that there's like multiple ones in a day at a casino that not a lot of like professional poker players go to it's just like you know just soft like easy competition okay, like soft. like not not like hard competition not you're not up against like pros because they don't want to be part of this like little hundred dollar buy-in thing got it um, it's insulting to anyway their, there was yeah. like like less than 30 people in this tournament and so there's only like three tables and i get and they're all like half empty tables and i get sat next to this guy that won't stop talking to me while i'm trying to like remember everything i learned about tournament strategy and he's like telling me his life story and like showing me pictures of his daughter and, and she was a victoria's secret model and he like came from cuba and then moved to miami and now showing a picture of his daughter vegas and, and bragging that they're a victoria's secret model is yeah. strange yeah it was, it was gonna, that's gonna be strange it was strange because at, at first he was just showing me his beautiful daughter and i was like wow she's gorgeous you're gonna have to look out for her and he's like she's a victoria's secret supermodel and i was like she looks like it. he's like no she really is and i was like 
I believed you the first time. <laughs> yes, she definitely looks like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. He's like, I'm the father of a Victoria's Secret supermodel. And he's like, I. He's like, Let me open the the, the website. She's like, she was 25 and or she's 25 now, but she was 22 in this picture. Anyway, um, he wouldn't <laughs> stop talking to me, and he's like, "Don't Google her now. Google the, her then." At the end, I <laughs> the exactly. Um, I, I introduced myself, and then he said his name was Jose. And then later, um, I was playing cash games, and and like that's my I like cash games. And the dealer that was dealing at the tournament was like, "Oh, you were on the table talking to Jose Canseco the whole time," which is crazy. And I was we're like, talking about the Roid King right now, dude. What? The King of the Roids. Uh, I did not. I did not realize a baseball legend. My dad's a baseball player too, he, your dad's and I'm a like, huge God, fan. my dad's gonna be so mad. I didn't get a picture. Yeah, your dad hasn't I didn't heard know. that story. I was yet. like, this guy keeps talking to me. I'm trying to study this poker. You're hand. trying to focus. I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to try really hard. Yeah, but it was you and Jose Canseco stuck together, right? Yeah, because like we were at the end end. of the table, and then the other four players were at the other end of the table. It's funny. So I was the only person who just like asked me about you and you get like he's wearing a wedding ring and he's like, does your husband play poker? Is he playing this tournament right now? Like all this. Like, I was no, like, my husband plays ball. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's a baseball player. My husband's a pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this episode yeah. is not about that. It's about questions from you. We do these periodically where we uh, invite you to ask us anything. We are not experts at any category. Yeah. Uh, but Except for knowing Jose Canseco. I'm an expert at knowing Jose Canseco. Listen, we're, not to brag, but like the show, yeah, we do name drop a little bit. We know Jose Canseco. I do know his whole life story. I heard it. So there you go. For first hand. Also, told to me. his wife is apparently very hot, right? His daughter. <gasps> Although he did say she got her mother's looks and his height. That's what it is. That's what he said. Thank you. Um, okay, so we, if you have Normally a question. Normally you talk about how your wife's hot, is all I'm saying. Well, he talked about it through his daughter. He was yeah, like, she got my that, wife's that, look. See, that's a strange angle, but yeah. Well, he didn't even say his wife's look. He said his mo- he her, say her mother's. His he said his, her mother's look. I don't know if they're together. Perfect. I don't know. It's fantastic. She, he said her mother's looks. Can I get to these questions? Sure, or you, you may, still want to pipe you may, about you Jose Canseco? You can go tweet him if you want. Mm. I already know him personally, so like I don't like to talk about my friends that way. That's like, so I true. Just don't like to like. Yeah, so true. You know, it's rude. Um, maybe I'll introduce you. You could ask them yourself. Thank you. So anyway, if you have a question you would like to ask, podcast at nikki.limo is the email that you want to email that into. Um, we will answer anything on any subject, but a lot of you want relationship advice. Like, okay, we'll give it to you. Kind of feel like some of you just want us to tell you to break up. Yeah, you guys are a little bit pain sluts like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pain sluts in the audience we're finding through surveys. But we do a lot of anonymous surveys, a lot of pain sluts. A lot of pain sluts. Yep. You know, we don't shink, we don't kink shame. Hell here, no, we don't. Though, so you're safe. No. All right. This one is from mid December. We were still in the midst of moving. So sorry that we haven't gotten to it yet, but hey, we're getting it to we're getting to it now. So this one is titled Regret. Okay. Strong title. 
Hey, Sticky, Winky Face. My question is, how do you move on and forgive yourself after saying or doing something you regret? Or many small things you regret? I think about dumb shit I've said all the time, especially when drunk. I live a pretty good life right now and I have no major worries or struggles, but embarrassment always lingers in the back of my brain and nags me. Even if it was 10 years ago and I completely changed, I still cringe. It stops me living a happy life. Most of it isn't even that bad. It's just like all these mini moments of cringe combined into one big balled up feeling of guilt and self-hatred did I write this? Oh my god. Yeah, you're a very self-aware human being. That's all that's happening. <laughs> I forgive other people so easily, but I'm so hard on myself and I feel like I don't deserve love and good things. Any help? I don't know if I can help. Yeah, look, there, I can relate. You're just talking about the human condition. Yeah. You're talking about something that everyone goes through. I think all the time about all the cringy cringiest ass shit that I Do you I think said. everybody goes through that though? Or do you no. think it's just like like Look, there's self aware people and there's not, right? There's people who are like hyper aware of the of themselves and maybe that's too much. But then there's people who are just like, oh, why did I have to do that? Yeah. I recently had an, another bout of this. I was going to uh a meetup game, a meetup poker game with one of my favorite poker vloggers and I was just talking about how the first time that I met him Did I you was, bring it up? Not to him, okay, but all my vlog. Okay, thank God. No, all my vlog, I, I was, was like, gonna be like what I just hope I'm not a drunk fangirl this time. Yeah. You know, because I think about it, and I, I don't know if I'm exaggerating it in my mind, but I cringe about, like, the way... I was just so nervous. And You're very cute. It's not like that. You're very cute. I was there yeah. the whole time. You were very, very cute. It was just that you like poker a lot, and, yeah. and the best thing about it can I just say the best thing about it, about you knowing you, mm -hmm. is that when you go into a room, any room that you're in, you want to prove yourself. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's that's if if you care about the respect in the room, right? Oh. If you care about the respect in the room, then you want to prove yourself. And so sometimes you hyperactively try to prove yourself in a way that you don't have to. Yet. Yeah, that's true. And you're fine. I I think that I um because okay one. I've never gone to a YouTuber meetup before. Yeah. Like usually like we just know people, we don't go to their meetups. This is a person that I was watching on my treadmill like every day. And yep. they it's like Who I'm I introduced on, you to I'm on the other side of the fence now. Like it's not me at a meetup and people are meeting yeah. the people that I'm with. It's at like I'm at someone else's meet. Yeah. And so I felt like I had to catch them up. Like, hey, I'm not trying to be a fangirl. I know that this is something that happens. Anyway, yeah. it lives in my head rent free all the time that I'm like that was I'm embarrassed by that, but um, and then so I was like, okay, not gonna not gonna be that way this time, and then I just I don't think I made a, even a better impression. I because <laughs> I don't I don't know didn't know how to talk, and so then I'm editing this vlog now, and I'm like, I hate myself. Oh, why do why am I like this? So can I just point out? Yeah, just the human element of all this, right? So like we're tubers, we've been yeah. tubers a long time. We used to go to like fucking meetups and stuff and Universal City Walk and like all this stuff, all these conventions. We met with people all the time. Yes. I cannot imagine what it felt like for them to meet us. Yeah. Having built up whatever the fuck in their head about us. Yeah. Having had their interaction. And for us, it's three minutes or whatever it is, like 30 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, it's just no normal. It feels very normal. Now but, I understand. Exactly. Yeah. But on the other end of the fence, when like, when like the other person you feel like has all the status in a way because you're there literally magnetized like by the, uh, by your interests to, yeah. to their presence to meet them, 
you know, it be, it comes this big thing. But to us, it's not a big thing. We're just meeting you, and it's very casual. It's very totally. nice. Totally. It's so nice to meet you, and like we're so thankful that you're here. And like we we, I can't believe you give a shit about my stupid life. Uh huh. <laughs> but you know what I mean. And some tubers aren't like that. Some tubers are like you're welcome for knowing yeah, me. True. You're fucking I welcome that I'm here, motherfucker. Know those I should stupid. be paid more for being here, motherfucking fucker. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, we're not that way. We're very thankful to even I be here. I can't even believe people are, yeah. They're, can't believe yeah. that people will show up. So, you know, uh, I think it's just like that for, for this cat. It's not totally. like... Totally. No, yeah. he's really... He's never made me feel like I'm I know embarrassing. I just... It, my head, I'm like, I've had so many smoother interactions in my entire <laughs> life. Why am I... I've never really, like, had that experience of being... I've never gone to any meetup of anyone never, never, uh, ever. Never. So, but I love poker. So it's not like it was like a a meetup where you're just going to meet somebody. It's like, oh, we're all gonna play poker together. Yeah. And so that was more of the the gist of it. But anyway, that's just one moment in time that I can remember that has come up recently where I'm like, oh, why did I? Oh, this is just part of why you're we all love you and you're just a fucking real human being. You know, like give me a break. <laughs> this just happens. I don't want to be. I know. I try really hard to, to be really cool. I know. <laughs> you know, the only way that I can relate to what you're saying right now is... Um, you on our first date? Not on our first date. No, what the fuck? The one right before it. No. Oh, you were really nervous. I was like, I'm about to fuck a celebrity. <laughs> no. no. Oh, celebrity. Yeah, no. I meant no, no, just no. you being nervous. No, I, no. There's hardly ever a time I've seen you nervous, so that's why... Yeah, I don't really get nervous. Yeah. But um, it's, it's interesting when... You're in a room with somebody that you really respect. Yeah. Who you know doesn't know anything about you. They know nothing yeah. about you. And so, um, it was a couple of years ago. We were at this thing with, remember TJ Miller was there? Yes. And um, it was a Smirnoff thing. Yeah, it was a Smirnoff thing. And like they were there for the, because they did the work, uh, work or what the fuck show was it called? The, um, the, the uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. And I had actually worked with TJ Miller before. Me too. Yeah, and it, so it was like you know we were we were doing the stupid show together, and like we we're taking a picture together, and I was just like, "Yo, dude," uh, he was like, "Hey, man," and, and all stuff, and I was like, "You know, it's." I, I was like, "Hey, I know you're never gonna remember this, yeah. but we did this thing together before," and then he's like, "Oh yeah, cool," but like I could tell he did not fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Or remember. And like it was just one of those moments where like I was like, "Why did I even have to say that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why Why am I... So I'm here. Yeah. Taking pictures of this cat. He's just here because he's literally being paid by the brand to be here. Very nice brand. We've always had a good time with those guys. But like, why do I have to like let the guy know that I've been in the same room with him before and we laughed or whatever? I think it's... Uh, it's I, a weird thing that humans do. Yeah, I think it's a finding a common interest thing, you know? Like, yeah. I would do that even if even with Jose Conseco when I was sitting at the poker table, I was asking him about... Because like, clearly he wanted to tell me about his life. So I was asking him questions like, oh, so what do you do out here? Like, I did not know he was a celebrity at all. It was just a normal interaction with a normal person where I was like, I was like, oh, so what brought you to Vegas? Because he was talking about how he lived in Miami and then he lived in California. And yeah. he's like, real estate. And so I was like, oh, yeah, the housing market was booming last year. I, I can tell why you're busy. And like, I yeah. thought he was a real estate agent or, or investor or something. And he was talking about the market. And that's all we were talking about. And I think it's like so you're, you're so you're digging in, in a new interaction with somebody for like a common interest. Yeah, for but sure. But when you know that they're a celebrity 
and you don't and or like you're you know that you put them on a pedestal already yes it makes it it's like a date like where you yeah it's well you're like, taking a picture of them so they're already on a pedestal because you're like oh, let's yeah. get a picture of it right and you're just trying to let them know like hey i think i'm worthy of being in your presence <laughs> but it's like why do i have to I prove know. myself to you in a way no that, that's idea. the weirdest thing about yeah. human beings why do i have to like Fucking stand up here, pump my chest out next to you, and go. Like, uh, yeah. Hey man, did you know that? You're like we've been in a room several times together. We were laughing and like writing some shit. It's like who gives a shit, motherfucker? Just fucking take your stupid. Yeah, picture. that's pretty embarrassing because I never said anything to T.J. Miller about working with him. I, I knew well, you he didn't, didn't work with him. So. Yeah, I did. I just said that. No, I'm kidding. But, I but, opened for him. No, he he probably he probably one thousand percent doesn't remember it. But, so but yeah, I, but exactly. And like for me, it was like multiple times. I was just trying to you. It was multiple times, but. Like, but the fact that I had to do that is yeah. like one of those stupid things where I look back on that I'm like, why? Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's just like, why? Yeah, I know. So it's whatever you're like trying yeah. to fix in yourself. But and then like you thinks about that. Like, man, remember that guy trying to connect with me? He doesn't give a fuck. You know what I realized? It's for me, it's like all the moments where I tried to make a joke, but it was like a little delayed because I didn't have a quick response and then like it it was just awkward and everyone felt awkward about it <laughs> and it's there's so many moments of that where i'm like yeah. i just wish i didn't say anything. point being we're all like you yeah we really are well i know we i can speak for us we, we're like you absolutely we, we like meeting you guys and we don't ever feel like we're better than anybody i trust me my mother would never let me feel better than anybody so no. i don't feel better than anybody um and yeah, I just feel like everyone's equal, everyone's the same, and everyone can win, and everyone, you know, there are some people born with talents, and there are some people not, and you can work just as hard as anybody else, and you can fucking win for yourself, and yeah, I don't think anyone's special, and... It's always been times where some, the person I'm having the interaction with, I've put them up here, too. I don't yeah. know if it's like that for you, the person that asked this question, um, but I'm looking back, and I'm like, yeah, the the cringiest ones are like... With my that ex boyfriend who thought I was really weird, and so then I tried to not be weird, and I ended up being even weirder. Yeah, we cannot be yourself. Yeah, but I was like trying so hard to be cool, and I was like way more awkward than. So if you get anything out of all this, <laughs> you can't do anything about anything. You have to just be yourself, right? And just realize that you're gonna be fucking embarrassing sometimes. That's it. And you're gonna remember it, and you're gonna hate it, but and you're gonna cringe about it. But that's all part of life. And yeah, you, dude, the sitting around and thinking about it. I mean, it's time to start watching like a movie and laughing at it. Honestly. I, I honestly, I'm going to give you a tool that has helped me. And this might be really weird. and I don't recommend doing it if you're around people. But whenever I have an intrusive thought where I know it's going to wreck my day if I just dwell on it. It's like it starts coming in and it's like, remember that time where you fell on your fucking face in front of your crush and pee? And I do remember this time all, all the time. I go, I've seen you do that before. I make a I'm sound. Not kidding. I've seen you do that before. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> it's like I interrupt the thought before it can complete. Okay. Like So it's like, remember that time? <laughs> Nope. It just sounds like you're about to throw up. Yeah, I am about to throw up about the cringe that that's, my brain's about to bring up. So I'd rather not. And so I just make a sound that takes me completely out of that thought. Love it. And I re, like, it's like I recalibrate to the moment that I was supposed to that's be amazing. in. That's amazing. I did not know that. I've heard you do that sound before. Sometimes it's like a word. Sometimes I'm like, why? <laughs> Dude, Nikki's so random, though, that like, okay, so before we do shit, they don't tell you. She has this vocal warm-up thing that she does. <laughs> And it's like, and and okay, so like we used to drive the shit they don't tell you because we used to do this at the studio like pre-COVID. And then when COVID happened, we're like, we'll just do this at home. Like it's yeah. much, much easier. 
but like we used to be driving there and I'm not kidding. Like we'll, we'll be driving and like she's going through like show notes and her phone and all stuff. And then all of a sudden I know she's like, shh, 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 And I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? Like the first couple of times we were doing the show at the studio, I was like, what in the fuck? But I warned you, you but I was like, I kind of do this vocal warm ups. Usually I'm in the car by myself, but when I'm going to a thing that I have to be present for, can you so just do it? Judge- <sighs> then they're oh they're all gonna know. Yeah, they're gonna know. They should okay. know. They should know how fucking weird you are. Okay, so back off of the microphone a little bit so you don't pee. Okay, I will. And also, this is a great. These are great vocal warm ups. Um, I learned these. I had a private coach that. I learned all of this from as a vocal coach and she helped me. I used to have a very monotone voice and if I'm tired, I still do. But, and in a lot of videos, I still do because I'm being myself. But as, as an actor, you're supposed to add color to your voice and like have a, be like, there's a lot of like melody yeah, in your voice. And I had to learn that. And so anyway, this was a class and you start by opening up your windpipes and your throat and and articulation and all that stuff to make sure that you know, your instrument is working okay. as an actor or as a singer or whatever you're using your a podcaster vocal, a podcaster exactly if you're using your voice as your main instrument do you do this before big moon our chief competitor um if i when i was driving to the studio yes but I, not when you're there and you wake up there. i even do this on the way to poker like i do even you? yeah because i can't Get my thoughts from my brain out my mouth in an articulate way when I don't do Can it. Can I ask you this? Do you yeah. trust the girls enough to do it in the room with them? Yeah. Okay. But you haven't done it in the room I with them. I haven't done it in the room with okay, them. Okay. I think Jess would make fun of me the most. Jess would make fun of you the most. I'd probably sure. feel more comfortable in front of Tiff and Gina. <laughs> that makes sense. But Jess would do it in a nice way like you of do. She but would. I just yeah. like Yeah. I just like I expect that. I want Jess. them to pretend I'm not there doing it even though it's very <laughs> in your face. Okay, so here it goes. Ready? Okay. Three, two, okay. one. So you, wanna... you better not. You better do it exactly like you do I, it. I'll I will. know if you're trying to protect okay, yourself call from me embarrassment. Out. Call me okay, out. thank you. So you feel your diaphragm right here when you're doing this part, so yeah. that because it should be a strong. So it's like you're feeling it go in and out. Like so, it's you're building that muscle. So it's like and then you go take a big breath and you go. Just make the S sound. All the way till that whole breath is over. And I have a long breath because I used to play a wind instrument. So yeah. it's a long breath. You can suck dick good I too. Got, I can rap. I can karaoke rap really well because of it. Thank I don't you. think I have to take a big breath before sucking a dick. Sorry, dads. All dads. Dad, skip this part. Okay, then I do hey, the my same. Dad, turn it up, I do the same thing, but with the letter Z. So then I breathe in and I go, all the way to the long breath, and I won't do the whole thing because I have a really long breath. Like I said, I played a wind instrument. Yeah. Okay. And then I go to like open up your your mouth muscle and like that, and and then I go and then you want to open up your throat area. So then you say these words. All on it. <laughs> awesome. Always. 
opera. <laughs> but you got to say it like you're yawning. This is Nikki's ability to take something that shouldn't really be taken that seriously and taking it way too fucking seriously. Like That's the best part. Because we're we're just going to go do a podcast that we don't even know if anybody's going to listen to. We're shoot, we're, the first couple times we're doing it, we're like, no, we don't know if anybody's going to ever listen to the show. Yeah. And Nikki's doing the shit. That's the best part about Nikki. I'm here. used to doing it on the way to an audition to like anywhere where I have to interact, even to social interactions, because I know that if I don't do it, I'm going to get tongue tied. Great. Get to my favorite part. Okay. So after all the opera, oh, you know, awesome. Yeah. And, you're, and you got to do it like you're yawning. So it really opens up your throat. Then you go to the articulation exercises, which I think is Steve's favorite part. It does. Where it's like. Red leather, yellow leather, 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 red. Betty butter bought a bit of butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it'll make my butter bitter. But a bit of better butter always makes the butter better. Betty bought a better butter, and it made her better better. This thistle seems like that. Thistle this. Thistle seems like that. Thistle this. Thistle seems like that. Thistle this. Okay, this isn't it yet. Get get to it. You know which one? Yummy. <laughs> that is your so you want to go as low as possible yeah. you go mm. <laughs> this is the best part so i'm just driving the car right and she's like don't make fun of me don't <laughs> laugh <laughs> and then she does this like better 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 and then like eight seconds goes by and i think maybe it's over and then all of a sudden out of nowhere she's like yummy <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is your wrong with you Mm, yummy. <laughs> That's the one. But like, you know, she has to like prepare whatever the fuck in her diaphragm and like she's just like yeah. And then you gotta go as deep as you can possibly she, go. She keeps going. She keeps saying mm, it. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> My vocal coach like got us do this exercise because she said like, you know, originally it was just like, mmm. But then she's like, pretend you're like the cookie monster and you're like, Yummy. <laughs> so we all were saying like that. I know, okay. but she was a, a delicious, a delicious cookie was just okay. had. I see. And then I usually in the car if Steve's not there, I go, "Hello, I'm Nikki Limo." Hello, <laughs> Nikki Limo. I didn't. Even and then notice. I go, "Hello, I'm Nikki Limo." And then and I gradually get higher because this is how you add the color. So like I'm like, "Hello, hello, I'm Nikki Limo." Hello, I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, I'm Nikki Limo. Hi, I'm Nikki Limo. Hey, I'm Nikki Limo. Nice to meet you. Okay, that makes sense. And so then it gets there. The yummy thing doesn't make sense. It's how you open it up. Open it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I'm not embarrassed by any of that. Hey, clearly you're doing it now. Yeah. You were. You were. I was embarrassed in front of you because you're a troll and I I didn't know what you would think of it. it Just no. You understand too that I am just an instant laugher if something's funny and I can't help it. The yummy thing's so goddamn funny every time. Dude, I swear to God, she'd be like, okay, I'm going to do my vocal warm up. I'm like, no problem. I'd start going like, okay, 9 11, 9 11, 9 11. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm like, 9 11, 9 11, 9 11. I'm like, fucking 9 11, Pearl Harbor, 9 11. Shit, I went through. I'm like, remember we were 9 11? That sucked, dude. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when the second. Second plane hit the second time. I was fucked up, and my dad said, "We're not going to school. Nobody's going to school today." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Yummy." <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter where I put myself. I get all the way sucked out of it and put right back into the car with you and hearing fucking this yummy. And I laugh every fucking single time. It's the yummy part. The yummy part is so not your voice, and it's such a strange word to say. 
but I lose it every fucking time. That's really the one I do before sucking a dick. Exactly. <laughs> it works. And on that note, we are going to go to a break. And when we come back, we are going to answer more of your questions. Again, if you have a question you'd like to ask us about any given topic and you don't care about the actual integrity of the advice given, podcast at Nikki.Limo. We'll probably just tell you to break up or get therapy. So there you go. He's little like, spoiler, he's you know. Like I'm not, I'm single. I just have embarrassing thoughts. Yeah, get, break up. Break up with break your intrusive up. thoughts. That's it. All right. Yummy. And get therapy. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people as a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate we're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings so huge shout out right now to brian jorgensen that was sick of you dude thank you god bless uh huge shout out right now to mark mark w in springfield connecticut back to our podcast jenny blight hey, back to our podcast in Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast god bless you thank you steven huge. thank you for supporting <laughs> the show <laughs> hello we are back and we have another question for you i can't believe that was only one question we really did one question that Look. That first half, but I think that it's really relatable to it everybody. Is. So I'm not going to say your We're name, real people, okay. but but it's very relatable. Okay, this next one is titled "Work Friend Breakup?" Question mark. I'll start by saying every time I listen to your podcast, it motivates me to be a better human. Always here for the vibe. Ah, we love you. We love you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I think I've experienced a work friend breakup and it hurts a little because I thought we were pretty good work friends. Our job required us to communicate daily for almost two years. We almost ex- we always exchanged witty jokes and had the same sense of sarcasm. We never communicated outside of work, but while at work, we got along so well, other employees started to start rumors, but it was strictly platonic. Recently, she was promoted to a different department. I still see her once in a while, but now things seem awkward. Do you think it's because she's around the big executive types now, or was she just being nice to me all that time because she had to? Ooh, that's a really good question. There's not enough information. There's not enough. We don't know her. Yeah. And we don't know if she liked you for a time and now she's not that into it. Yeah, or if she started dating somebody. Or if she or... wasn't that into you, but you're like maybe overreading some things. Yeah. It's super tough with this lack of info to know. And also, I do think that I'm trying to put myself in like, oh, if I was like, you know, having cool, like funny interactions with someone and then I worked in a completely different department, it's like your vibe is gone because like you're not working together all the time yep. or like you know doing yep. like you can't make jokes about the filing cabinet the same way because i don't even use that filing cabinet anymore so it's like i i don't have any there's no like that that camaraderie is kind of gone because i'm in a completely different place now yeah and yeah, i just don't know i don't know either I mean, look what, the lesson right like so what can you get out of this you know, maybe you were looking forward to something a lot yeah. that somebody else wasn't looking forward to as much. Maybe, or maybe she did like it. Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. You just don't know. Okay, so worst case scenario is that she was just being nice the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Horrible news. Mo- yeah, there's <laughs> like, not much fine. you can do it's with fine. it. It's like, um, she wasn't your girlfriend. She wasn't. Exactly. And then it's like he said work breakup. Um. Maybe you were surprised at like how much you kind of miss her. Yeah. Like you weren't expecting to miss her that much. It's definitely your own personal feelings that are being projected onto the situation. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's tough to gauge because we don't know her personal feelings. So it's, you can only just interpret this. Yeah. And he's the only one who can really interpret it. And best possible scenario, maybe she like really liked you 
maybe she even had a crush on you or something, and now she knows that you're not going to be together. Or, or like, she's yeah, under or the she, gun. She's stressed as yeah, fuck. She can't stressed. do what she used to do because she moved up in the company. Yeah, and has now more responsibility. She's more she can't fuck around. Dude, that happened to me at a job. I was working a high-rise job, and like it was the inverse, though. They gave me... Um, I used to work like with somebody behind me. Uh-huh. And then I remember like having to be so serious and like fucking on the cuff and shit because I always felt like there were people watching me. Like the boss was right down there or yeah. across the hall. The boss was like right there. He could see me at my desk at all times. And then this chick was behind me who'd been in the company forever. And so like there's no fucking around on the pewters. Everyone knows. So like you're on the money, right? You're yeah. On the eight, you're behind the eight ball fucking wrecking the game. Well, then they, they were complimenting me so much. They're like, dude, you know who's fucking always rocking the game? Steve Green. He never fucking ever leaves he doesn't go do anything he's always fucking here working and i was like yeah that's how i am at work i don't i don't fuck around and then they're like we're gonna move you with this person they just left the company so we're gonna move you there and like they put me like with my back to a wall and bro i had just started to date this chick and like i was on the fucking messenger <laughs> I, you know i started to fuck around more yeah. and like so like it changed me because of where they put me yeah and like it just changes like the seriousness of your situation so it might be the inverse for her she just got put into a really serious situation like you know how you get when your plate gets full yeah and all of a sudden like i could be flirty with you yeah you're not having it no that's you, true it's impossible that's 100 percent true it's not that i don't have a crush on you or don't like you it's that like there's too much in my brain. And, and I don't take it personal. Yeah. I'm like, all right. It's like, um, imagine a, um, what's, uh, what's something that like just gets really like tight. And like, if you're like wringing out like a, a what, rag, like, there's, yeah, there's just not there's a lot. Nothing, nothing left. It's not floppy and loose and stuff. It's all, I don't know. This is a bad analogy. I'm quitting it. I'm, I'm canceling it. Yeah, I'm aborting. I'm aborting. It's a horrible analogy. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's like, you know, you, there's when no, you're tense, you don't have there's the, no bandwidth. The, yeah. You can't be flowy and in the moment and like, no and bantering and light and fun there's like you're tense there's too much going on and based on what you told us it sounds like she got promoted it sounds like she has more responsibilities yeah so you know he took that into consideration yeah and so just yeah read the room about that maybe she does still like you and stuff but she can't fuck around yeah take it that way instead because if you if you don't really know the answer take the one that's like nicer it's a little bit easier. Yeah. It's like why not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't do shit about it. Exactly. Either way, it's the same situation. Dude, don't. Here's here's what you don't do. Confront her. Be like, you used to be so cool. Now why are you being yeah, so weird? Yeah, definitely oh, don't do that. Oh, there's a lot of people who might though. Uh, yeah. No. Look, you want to kill a chick? You want to you want to make a chick go? Uh, you want to have the cringe moment, embarrassing moment in your head your that you keep like going back to and you can't live it down. There you go. There you Confront go. Confront a chick about something that stupid. Yeah. And good luck. She'll really think you're oh, bud. off the deep end. Yeah. So don't do so that. So good luck. Hopefully you didn't do that. This yeah. was like a please couple weeks ago. Oh, please don't do that. By the time this comes out. If you do that, we forgive you. you it's a wonder. <laughs> yeah. You never have to see her again. Just yeah. erase it from your brain. Just, just let it go. It was a dream. Move on. Didn't happen. Yep. Break up. Hit the uh, break up button. Break up. Break up. This one is titled Relationship Advice. So we might be telling someone to actually break up. <coughs> we'll see. Okay. Relationship advice. Hi, guys. First of all, I really admire your relationship with each other. The love you two have for each other can be felt through the screen. Aw. Thank you. I love it's this bitch. It's all fake. It's so fake. I love to pretend it's I love so this bitch. Fake. This is all fake. The, fake. the background's fake. This is a green screen. Yummy. <laughs> 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 that should be a sound button the dude it gets me yeah the yummy oh my god i'm so glad i can share that with people now i know right yeah 
It's pretty funny. Because it was such a thing that like you were very protective about. I never thought about it because I'm always in the car alone going to these things. So like, and I had been doing it for years because I took that voice class (laughs) when I first moved here when I was 21. And to every audition, like it was such a part of my process. Like I just didn't think about it until someone was in the car with me. And I'm like, oh no. I get it. I I have have one too, but it's like much different, less embarrassing. What's yours? It goes like, um, well, it was like a whole bunch of shit, but like to make it very simple, it's like the Popa Capital isn't in Canada, rather in Mexico, 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 Canada, Malaga, Rennes, me, Brindisi, Canada, Malaga, Rennes, me, Brindisi, yes, Tibet, 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 Nagasaki, Naga, Saki, boom, and then we would do improv. We're gonna break up. Sorry, um, it's very embarrassing. But did you do that every single time, yeah. like for years and years and years, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when without hesitation, like yeah. that? Okay. Um, again, not as embarrassing <laughs> as yours. Oh. Nagasaki, yeah. yes. Ah, uh, Tibet. <laughs> <laughs> Just make inflections, trying to make it sound mm, stupider. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's pretty stupid. Your thing is, how is that? Everyone less thinks it's dumb. stupid. No, look, the comments. Everyone agrees it was way stupider. Unique New York. Unique New York. Okay. We did that one too. Yeah. Can you do it? I'm horrible at it. I used to only be able to do it with the hands. Like if you go unique New York, unique New York, unique New York, you could do it easier. And then I can do it without the hands now. Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. Try it. I can't. I just want to make fun of you. Come on. I know. I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'm not going to open myself up to attack. Let's go back to this relationship advice. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> my reason for writing to you is that I'm going through a really tough time in my relationship. Me, 25 female, and my boyfriend, 28 male, have been dating for three and a half years, and we've been living together for eight months. Right before coming to his place to live together, everything that he was doing came to light. Not physical cheating, but a lot of disrespectful stuff that I do consider some form, form of cheating. Oh, Well, we've been in therapy since, and I developed this need for control in the way of having access to all of his accounts, email, browsing history, Facebook, Instagram, because I'm realizing now it was my way of protecting myself because I had and still have a lot of fear that those things happen again. He's been having a lot of self-realization of many, many things of his past. Basically, he has done a lot of work internally. The thing is, he started having these thoughts of not knowing if he wants to do the work alone or if he still wants to stay in the relationship. The relationship started bad, and even if it looked good and felt good on the outside, it has never been good because he has a lot of personal stuff that he never worked on. Me too, but he has more baggage. I have always thought that people can work on themselves and learn to love themselves in a relationship. I don't want to keep controlling. I want to change. But I'm so confused, and I don't know what is better anymore. Our therapist tells us we should be have some time apart. But how can we be apart while still living together? That would mean given, getting a new apartment, new furniture, all that. I don't know if he's just confused right now. It has seen only the negative parts because, I mean, yes, I've been pretty controlling and toxic, but I know it's not doing any good and I want to stop that behavior. What should we do? That's a good question. Well, why are you doing this to him, right? So, like, it's it sounds like you have a, a lack of trust in your relationships pretty big time. And so you feel the need to wrangle him almost so that you can try to salvage things. Oh. Am I wrong? There's a second part. Oh. Um. So there's a follow-up email that says... Just wanted to add that I feel like 
he's been feeling very overwhelmed because he's realized a lot of personal stuff. Like, why did he do all the things he did? I know it's not because of me and it's nothing personal what he did. But yeah, I think he feels confused because, and he's told me that he should have got help a long time ago. I've always advocated for therapy, but up until now, he realizes how much he needed and needs therapy. The other night, he told me he has apologized more times to me in his head than what he has actually apologized to me. He has a lot of remorse for what he did, and I know it's a good thing. Me being controlling and still on the past has not helped at all. I think I should mention that our past... Our pasts are very different. He's my first everything. He has a complicated past. I could keep writing because there's a lot more, but I would write a book. Anyway, thanks for your time, and it would help a lot if you guys give me your Well, therapy is a two-way street, right? So he's yeah. working on himself a lot. Yeah. She's She can't push through the trauma that she experienced from what she went through with this cat. Mm-hmm. And so she's still stuck in the past, and she's like, I know I'm being stuck in the past, but like, you're asking one person to work on it, but like you need to work on it too. Like with well, she said she wants therapy. to. No, I know. Yeah, but like that's what she needs to do. Like she really needs to dig in on that. If she, like I think the original question though was like, can't she work on it and he work on it while still living together, or do they have to take time apart to do it? I don't know because I'm not a therapist. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough to say, and like obviously life circumstances change things. Yeah, maybe if you could, one of you could go live with a family member for like a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, I don't know, just to give it a shot of being some some padding away from each other. But I also appreciate the insight of the second email because when somebody is your first everything, there's a lot more weight to that. Like you think it's like the end of the world on on like almost everything because it's the first time you've ever experienced all the joyful side. So then the negatives feel that much more negative. So it's harder to let things go when that's the first time you've been... I guess what I really want to know that I'm not sure about is is how does she feel about him and how does he feel about her, right? True. Like, I didn't really hear much about that. Yeah. And like if you love somebody yeah. and you're like, hey, he's working on it, then that's a different story. But if you're like, I don't know how I feel about this person right now. They're my first, first, first. And like that's what I know. Then that changes things for me. Yeah. And also the reason for controlling is it because I know that she doesn't have trust, but like why do you like why why this person like it almost yeah. i feel like the control part becomes more addictive than the actual love part that you have for this for person sure when you're just like trying to catch them correct them doing yeah. something yeah. instead of like we hey this is like this totally and like and it's non-stop they don't think of their partner as being an equal even though they want to yeah they want to there's but... just been too much hurt that's made them feel like okay well you need to be supervised yeah it's unresolved trauma yeah that just disaffects everybody and so like everybody suffers as a consequence and then it's just it's like you got um you get notes every yeah. day about about being micro management notes Dude, yeah micromanagement notes so it's like yeah you don't want that nobody wants that nobody's happy under that no trust me. it's you're under dictatorial reign in a relationship you want to feel you want to feel exa- like you are able to do exactly the same things you could if you were single except for flirt and bone other people like but like you know be free to like breathe to look to browse the internet to do like things that like just normal (laughs) things that you would do without someone breathing down your neck and and like why'd you go that to that site yeah and like thinking that every little move that you make is why'd you go to (laughs) lemonparty.com and i get and i get and i get that she doesn't want to be this person so i I don't, I'm not saying that you still do it or you don't recognize that, but I, I think that, um, you should just ease up a little bit and, and try to, try to like ask yourself if you do really want to be with this person 
exactly. if you're just clinging to them because they're your first. And why are you doing it? So like the corrective behavior thing, right? Like like the reason why you're whipping the or like uh, cracking the whip, right? Yeah. Why 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 are you doing that? Is it because you want to be with this person? Is it because you love this person? Yeah. Is it because you want to control this person to make them better? Like what what's your goal? Like I, I need to know what your goal is a little bit more, mm. and I don't really know. Is it I, like oh they would be perfect if not for this part? I didn't hear much about love in this, and yeah. I and I'm not saying that you, you know. And that's why I'm saying break up. No, like I, you know, the same way that you backfilled information to us by sending a follow up. Yeah. Maybe we could use another follow up about just like how you feel about the person and how they, yeah, feel about you. There's a lack of that here that I need. Right. To make a determination. I've just I've heard he has baggage. I've heard you are. This is your first time. Everything, but there's no really talking about like what attracted you to this person in the first yeah. place. Why are you still into this person? Why are you struggling so much with this? Yeah. person? Why are you willing to go? To fucking war with this person every day. Like, yeah. Why? What's it for? Is there someone else that maybe could get you better? Yeah, maybe. And you get them better. Or maybe not. Maybe you're like, no, we're so close. If only we could push through this one thing. Right. So I just need to know a little more. Just need, there's more questions to ask yourself than just the. I don't want to just hot take you and just be like, yeah. Yeah. Break up. I mean, this. okay. So just from personal experience, I've definitely been the person in the relationship that was like snooping on their emails and whatever because i caught them doing shit and it yeah. was really hurtful and it was it wasn't even the them doing it and then them lying to me about it after and i hate being lied to especially when i already figured something out it's like an insult to my intelligence that you're that you're lying to me and and, and it also makes me feel a little bit crazy because i'm like no, I know this happened. Like, why are you lying and saying it didn't happen? And so that was more triggering to me. But um, I wanted to be with those people because there were so many moments where I thought they did like me the same amount. And like, there was like, I, I thought that thing. like we were on the same page about everything except for like, I would never do that to them. I would never go behind them, their back, you know, texting or emailing some dude trying to hook up with them or whatever. Dude, I was in a relationship where like the person was like, you know, I remember there was like one night where like they were basically like telling me that they don't, they're not as into it anymore, right? Mm. I was like devastated, right? And I wake up the next day, I'm like, this is, I have to work extra hard and all this shit. And then like, you know, we it seemed like we were on the better path and stuff and all that kind of shit. But then I find out that they cheated on me with a friend of mine. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They like made out with them or whatever. And after that, I'm not kidding. It's like the most manipulative thing that's ever happened to me. They were like, hey, remember how like before I was being like distant and all this stuff? Like that's all good. I feel like, it feels like we just got together again. Like they're overly padding it. Yeah. With like everything you wanted. Look, it's right here because I fucked up. And I'm yeah. like, and I didn't pick it up because I was just so overjoyed that like this person they was giving wanted me you the again. time of day again. Yeah. yeah. That I was just like, yeah, 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 little sad little puppy dog at the junkyard, you know, who doesn't know that he's about to be abandoned on the fucking freeway. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, I, I was getting everything that I wanted from that interaction, yeah. and they knew it. They were working me. Totally. And I didn't know. So you just got to, you know, measure what they're saying to you. With their actions. And the, with their actions, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Because that was the thing. Is like, I couldn't understand it. Why are these... It was two separate boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, where they would say all these things to my face that like, oh my gosh, I love you so much, like you're everything and blah, blah, blah. And we'd like plan our lives together. And then their actions would do the opposite. Yeah. 
they would never they would cancel date nights and go out partying with their buddies or like picking up girls or whatever the fuck and then be like and then be like you're crazy like that's not I was picking up girls just hanging out with friends yeah they're just friends who are girls overreacting why are you so weird why are you like harping on me Great. Yeah, so that was great fun. Times. That's really fun. Gaslighting's fun. And like in my pit of my stomach, I'm like, I don't feel like this is right. But <laughs> I'm like, but they love me, so it yeah. must be me that's crazy. And I don't need to respect myself right now. I just need to be in love. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens too. And I don't know which case is yours. Like, I don't know. We're just trying to fill in some blanks. To, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, let us know. We, we, we care. Look, let us know. I mean. You know, I, I don't discount anything your therapist that I, I put them above us. and For sure. If they're saying to take time apart, you just got to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I mean, if you, you said, if you don't family, have any pets, I, I would go stay with family for a little bit. Yeah, something. family, something you can do. A friend's like, couch. Yeah, to actually do that yeah. would be really beneficial if that's what they're saying. Yeah, I agree with that. Do some vocal exercises, man. Hey, that'll get them away from you. But honestly, like... I'm leaning more towards the breakup. Take the lessons you learned from this relationship and now you know what you don't want. Yeah, there you go. You know, and you can find someone that's like emotionally available. Yeah, that maybe that's what's happening too. Yeah. But I just don't know enough. It's yeah, I don't tough. know enough either. It's just a toughie. I mean, I usually just lean towards like if it's this much of a struggle and the other partner's like, yeah, I don't know if I kind of want to work it on it alone. Yeah, exactly. Then like, uh, I know, exactly. Like forcing them to do it with you is not really the move. No. Especially if you're cracking that whip. Yeah. They might just want to get away from you and they just don't know how. They probably resent you. Yeah. Yeah. So good so luck. Good luck. <laughs> Anyways, good luck. Ho, ho, okay. Ho. <laughs> Down the slide. Um, I think that's it yeah, that's on it. our questions for today. If you have a question, email us podcast at Nikki.Lemo. I thought I had more questions, but there was just a bunch of spam mail asking to advertise, but they're just like in a foreign language, kind of like half asking mm. in English to advertise. Yep. So I don't really know if that's, maybe I'll probably hit them up to advertise. Yeah, of course. So, well, you'll be hearing about them next time. You'll be hearing from our British Columbia sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, until then, you could uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. It helps a lot with the show. Share with your friends. Check out our Patreon if you want bonus episodes or should they don't tell you. Gosh, should they don't tell you after dark. It's more intimate um, episodes that we do like about stuff that we're just trying to figure out right now, like in our lives real time. Um, we also do live streams every month where we hang and chill with you guys and make a drink and play games. And it's really fun. And uh, Steve does a crypto corner Every week, a yep. three-hour live stream where he answers all yep. crypto questions. And me and the money man, we go in deep, and we talk. Deep. My little brother Kenny, but yeah, we uh, we love this shit. So we we love talking about it and exploring the space with all of y'all. There was a lot of crypto questions, but I skipped them because. I hope you did. I hope that's not yeah. true. <laughs> there wasn't, but if you have any, let us know. And if you have any, they're usually in the Discord, so it's all good. Yeah, truth. Okay, we love you guys. Bye bye. See you next time. Bye.